You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Well, you certainly know what that sound means. That means this is Straight Talk. This is your opportunity to call in with a question. You can submit a question through our Facebook page as well, but we always like the most courageous callers that want to actually be on the air with us. We like that because we like the interaction. And this is your opportunity to have uh, a conversation maybe with a, a priest, not a conversation so much as a question. There's a lot of crazy things that are going on in our world. I like the uh, hot button issues if you have any questions about those. And uh, a lot of people have uh, you know, not the opportunity to speak to a priest about things that might be uh, on their mind. And so this is your chance to do that at 877-795-0122. Seven nine five zero one two two or via our Facebook page. When we were uh, during the break, Deacon John, my co-host here, said we always get more questions when I'm here, and so I don't know if that's more true or not. More calls. More calls. More yes. calls. Okay, so we'll see if there if that if that bodes true. See if we get more callers in. Uh, we want your questions nonetheless, whether you are bold enough to be actually on the air, or if you want to hide behind. A question that is written down, which is fine. That's great. They Perfectly can hide fine. behind the screen. That's fine. We I, just I don't, want yep. a question at 877-795-0122. And I say it a lot because I want you folks to dial in and ask Father Rich any question. Woke society, whatever topic you want, he's ready to have a conversation on. We're, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have actually a conversation after the straight talk about the whole woke aspects with a, an author of a book here. But, uh, uh, but for your opportunity to call in questions, I mean... I, you know, again, as we've talked uh, off of air a little bit, uh, Deacon John, is that there's some pushback on, on all the yes. junk that's going on in our society. We're starting to see it finally. And, you know, I mean, uh, it's it speaks very clearly to our Christian Catholic faith. You know, I mean, all the issues that are before us in the crazy world. And so how do we as faithful Catholics navigate the world that we're living in, which is very different from what the world was even just three years ago. It's yes. it's we we've, we've had a radical um, uh, decline in, in our culture, and so how do we as faithful Catholics navigate that? It's your opportunity to call with that type of a question or any type of question. It could be about funerals. You know, we we're just yes, talking to Bishop topic. Felton about the death of his mom and and just death in general. It can be any topic that you want to uh, talk about. Just know that I actually like the hot button ones because that's just kind of my thing. So uh, hot buttons away. Right, go ahead and ask those questions to 877-795-0122. Who's going to be the number one first person to call in? Who's going to get the gold star of bravery? What state? What city? Yes, I think it's, well, I don't know. I, I'm still canceling certain parts of the listening area because we have not gotten phone calls from <laughs> them. But that's, that. we'll save that for another time. Yes. 877 who will be the brave first questioner? As you had mentioned, call in and talk about burying the dead. People might have questions on that. Funeral yeah. masses. We had a great segment with Bishop Felton on that and the loss of his mother and our condolences still to him. But it was a great conversation in regards to re-engaging in the funeral liturgy because with the whole COVID thing, that was put on hold for several years. People it were was. not able to celebrate the funeral masses and the rites that are so important. And they've moved away from doing the burial. So, folks, if you have questions on this, call Father Rich. Let's hear about the theological reasons as to why we do these types of things as Catholics at 877-795-0122. Any question under the sun is good. 
So um, do you have a question for me, Deacon John? When's the last time you mentioned woke in a homily? Uh, that I use the actual word woke? Yes. Yep. Probably last week, I'd guess. Well, Probably once a week. I hit it out the weekday mask That's what you're mentioning. I'm proud yeah. of you for doing that. Thank oh, yeah. you for doing oh, yeah. that. But the weekday mask crowd, that's, like the, uh, that's the choir, right? Yes. So exactly. they like hearing it. Yes. And so it's the, uh, the weekend homily, although it's kind of baked in the cake now that people, people know where I'm at in my parishes in regards to these issues because I address them fairly. They know where you're at within our regional area. They do, yes. yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's which, a very good thing, which is, which is fine. I have no, I, I have no uh, problem speaking to the issues that are hot topic. It ticks off some people because there are some people that come to mass that uh, f- are certainly more aligned with our cultural values than yep. with what's going on at mass. And so, I definitely have people that get angry mm-hmm. at what I say, and uh, and I and I want to engage in them with the conversation. I don't want to ever like get them ticked off or they get ticked off. I want to engage them in conversation. So, right. Because everything about the Catholic faith and everything anti-woke is logical. And yes. so it's like, we want, to enga- we want to win people over to sanity, not, not uh, anger the people that are insane. And the only way we can do that is through good conversation. Through good conversation. And education and understanding why right. the church teaches and why yep. we teach this and why it's good yeah. for us to have why, this. Why is it a problem that CDC is now giving recommendations how men are to breastfeed? Yeah. That's an issue. That's an issue. And if you think that the CDC should be giving recommendations on how men should breastfeed, then you're not part of the uh, the sensibilities of the church and, and reality and sanity. So we should have a conversation <laughs> yeah. on that. If somebody has any comment on that, 877 too. I mean, uh, we are we are um, lambasted every single day with something so asinine, so crazy in our culture, and it's like we just need sane people to actually go against that, to to argue against. And it as a lot of Catholics, we have been quiet, but now no. we're not so quiet anymore. No. We are starting to speak to it from the pulpit, starting to speak to it out in our conversations with our family and our friends, which needs to be done. Eight seven 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 nine five. 0122. If you're listening and you think the CDC should be actually giving recommendations call in. as how men should breastfeed, yeah, we want to hear you too. Yes, we want to hear both sides. Yes. 877-795-0122. Still waiting for that first caller. We're already like, what, or, seven minutes into this? Are we really? Or yeah. well, they're, they're engaged. They're thinking. We've got them thinking. So no, we're going to well, get maybe, a whole maybe, maybe we should bring up some more hot topics. Yes. What other ones would you like to bring up? Well, every one of them. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, let's boycott Bud Light and Target. Target yes. is a Minnesota. Target is a Minnesota company, but I hope they lose a lot of money. Well, in a, I like drive. I think there are less cars in the parking lot there because every time I go up and down Miller Trunk Highway, I look and I think there are less cars in the parking lot, which is fantastic. I have promised to myself never that I will Target. never enter a Target again yep, for totally. the rest of my life. Totally. I will never enter into one. Yep. If they if they are pushing things like they are pushing, then they do not deserve my money. And exactly. there's all sorts of different places to go. To, to go. And I'm not one for calling in boycotts, but sometimes you need to see that when when re, when when sane people actually finally start speaking with their pocketbooks and their dollars, it makes a difference. Then these woke companies are going to actually pull back. Yes. That's the that's what Bud Light is seeing that as well. Exactly. Uh, so, we but, have something coming in. Yeah, what's coming in? We'll wait for the greenery uh, to come up so that we can actually answer the question. That's eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. I want to know. I want. I want somebody from Duluth to get the gold star of bravery. Last time it was somebody from Duluth. Last time I was on the air, and you know, it actually turned out to be a prisoner. Really great. Yeah. All right, we've okay, got green. We often talk about important issues, but if we're going to change culture, we need good leaders for that. 
What are some examples of good Catholic political leaders? Well, okay, so good I think question. that I think that is an excellent question, and I will, you know, I mean, good Catholic political leaders. Now, I, I this is to me, this is not an issue of being partisan, even though you tend to all well think this is partisan. Then, but I'll, I, let me just speak. In, in part in regards to our own congressman. Our congressman in Minnesota 8th District, and again, I want to be partisan in this, but he's a faithful Catholic. He goes yes. to weekday Mass. When he's in Washington, D.C., he goes to Mass every single day. And he serves at the Mass. And so it's like, that's Congressman Pete Stott. Yeah, I you know, didn't know so, he served at it. That's and, awesome. and, and, he's, and he's just a super solid, faithful Catholic in all things. And, and not all of our Catholic leaders in Congress or in government are faithful right. at all. You know, and if you follow something like the loop on Catholic vote, they do a very good job on pointing out the people that claim to be Catholic but are going against everything that is Catholic. Yes. And so it's a, it's a bunch of hogwash, and I'd use stronger language if we weren't on the air, it's hogwash when you say, well, I'm personally against abortion, but I'm not going to, in my job as a representative or a senator, I'm not going to be the one to say that other people can't. And so, no, that's lip that's service. The, that's that's exactly, lip service. Yes. We don't put our faith in a box. Our faith should be every aspect of who we are. It's not like being a Republican or a Democrat. It should be every fiber of our being. What we say and what we do. Absolutely. Every aspect, every day, every moment. And yes. so so we in the 8th District of Minnesota are super blessed by a very faithful Catholic uh, House of Representative member. I know that there's others that are out there, but he comes first and foremost in my mind know because yes. he's so local. Yes. And so, But uh, there are definitely, you know, others out there, but I don't think that there's many, unfortunately. I would agree. There aren't many that are, are publicly demonstrating their faith yeah. in their role where one, they are. One person that comes to my mind is Rick Santorum. I think he was a senator from Pennsylvania, I believe, and he ran for uh, president uh, once. Okay. I believe he's a very faithful Catholic, and, okay. is very, and that's why he could never win as president. So right? this is an example. We can't readily name them because they're not there's out not, there. There's not very many of them. Exactly. I mean, they're Otherwise, out there, and I'm yes. very politically engaged. I just have to give a little more thought. But on the top of my head, the question has a very obvious answer from the local area of Duluth here. Yes. That's our, our congressman, which I'm Well, I believe Stavers had uh, donated the Ten Commandments monument at St. Lawrence. Lawrence. That's yes. right. And they're also, so they also in, adopt it. children. Yes, They've they adopted children to show how pro-life they are. They've yes. actually adopted kids that were in special, special circumstances. That, yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, just very, very great, uh, great people. So anyhow, uh, keep the calls coming in at 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two. That's eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We are still waiting on the uh, the gold star of bravery from a phone call, and so oh, it looks like we might have somebody in the. In, but we have to wait for the greenery, and so eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Keep the controversial hot bucket button topic questions coming because I could talk for a whole show on this stuff. Eight seven 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 nine five. Zero one two two or via our Facebook page. All right, Diana. Excellent. Diana from Virginia. Diana, Go ahead. Yes, welcome. Hey, you get the Diana. You get the you Minnesota. get the green. Yeah, the gold star of bravery for this edition. Are you there? Ooh, I don't. Diana, hear her. are you on mute? I guess she doesn't get it. I actually have to hear her voice before she gets that yes. gold star, which will be sent to her in the mail. It used to be candy bar. You used to throw. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, Diana, are you there? Who may have lost her. her. There she Diana, is. Diana, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the gold star of bravery. You're the first caller. I know. I've been, I, I've been listening, and, um, you know, I, you know, Catholic education's on my heart all the time, and Amen. I feel like our schools are forming our children, yep. whether it's the public schools or the Catholic schools. 
And, um, you know, being in Virginia, we have the big campaign going on for our new school. And I realized, as a Catholic, I didn't realize how important it was when you lived outside of the community to still support with prayer and financially the Catholic schools in our deaneries. And so, uh, you know, the Catholic schools are forming our teachers, our moms, our dads, our future lawyers, our future Amen. politicians. Do, do you have a particular and, question, Diane? Uh? Well, my, my question, uh, it, you know, I don't really have a question. I'm just trying to encourage people to be aware of the systems and yep. the importance as adults on what we're supporting, and especially with our financial. You know, you talked about you know, boycotting Target and and um, uh, businesses. Well, we should be putting our money into the Catholic schools. Amen. And because because I lived out of Virginia for so many years, I didn't realize that it was my responsibility as a Catholic adult to help support our schools. Absolutely. It's not just up to the parents of the children in the school. Yes. Yeah. It's more of a comment than a question. Thank thank you very much, Diane. I greatly appreciate that. And I could not agree with you more. I view my... Ministry as priest, my I outside of the sacraments, my number job is number one job as priest as pastor is uh, Catholic education, and so uh, yeah. I can't I can't stress it. And to be frank, the in the state of Minnesota, the best thing that's happening to the Catholic schools is our is, is our uh, government policies. The government policies of our governor is making Catholic schools very popular yep, these thriving. days. Yes. So thank you, Governor Waltz, for really giving a boost <laughs> yes. to the Catholic schools. <laughs> yes. Thank yes. you very much, yes. Diana, for, for calling Amen. in for the call. All right. All right. Okay, God bless. thank yep. you. Bye-bye. We have another one coming in. Yep. It's just going to be turning green in one second. Somebody that's not on the phone, but they do have a question. 877 Diana gets the gold star of bravery for making the phone call, and you too can get another gold star. Not a gold star, but it'll be a star of bravery. Just She got the Silver gold star. one. Silver star. Silver's next, yep. right? Silver, and then it'll be bronze after that. Eights, and then wood. 877-795-0122, and we got another question. We do. For Cheryl uh, from Waldo, Minnesota, Lake County. Younger Catholics want to forego a funeral and do a celebration of life, and they don't want any mourning or show of the body. What is behind that is question number one, and then do you have any insight on this? Yeah, I mean, I would, I'd be cautious to it's a good question. Thank you very much, Cheryl, from uh, Waldo. Waldo. I think this is the first time we've had a caller from Waldo. Uh, thank you for the call. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be cautious to say that all young Catholics are like that, but there's definitely a trend. There's a, a, a trend. To, I don't like what I read the obituaries a lot, mostly because I want to see what other priests are working. That's why I read the obituaries. <laughs> but but uh, I don't like the I don't like the phrase celebration of life. I mean, there there could be some goodness, some good aspects behind it. But the funeral is, uh, you know, it's the dignity of the of the the human body in in a very real way and and uh the ritual that we've been doing for thousands of years as catholics as i mentioned on the air when we were at the bishop speaking about the death of his mother is that the most amount of comments the most amount of compliments i get in my entire priesthood is from non-catholics after a catholic funeral the beauty of catholic funerals is speak for themselves and so the, the ritual speaks for itself. Some of the most beautiful prayers that we have as Catholics speaks to the dignity of the deceased, the dignity of their body, and our hope. And so it's not about celebrating a life. 
because they're still alive. You know, as, as the bishops are, they're still very much alive. And so uh, it's, it's more about acknowledging that we are called to, to follow in Jesus' footsteps to be resurrected. And so uh, what it's all about Jesus more than about the person. So when we, when, we, when we have a funeral, it should be mostly about Jesus rather than the celebration of life. And it's Jesus that is our hope. And so when people want to like, you know, want to maybe uh, sugarcoat death, that means that they're uh, they're afraid of it, and if you live a faithful life, you shouldn't don't be, afraid be afraid of death. Be afraid of death in regards that it's something that's we don't know. Fear is something of knowledge that we don't we don't really know what happens after we have faith of what happens, but uh, fear is um, uh, of not knowing of what comes next. And so we have faith of what comes next, but if you're a faithful person, death should hold no threat to you. And well, so, as Bishop said, his mom said, "I'm dying." Yeah, right. She acknowledged it. She didn't have fear. She knew this yep. was at her time, and, and like life what, was coming. I, I've quoted many times Saint Therese of Lisieux, which I already quoted on the air. She said, "She said death is nothing more than soul leaving body, and that's mm-hmm. it. That's, that's what it. she said." So, uh, thank you very much, Cheryl from Waldo, Minnesota, and we're uh, we hoping we get another one. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two or the Facebook page as this one gets typed in. Uh, please dial in with any question that you have for Father Rich. Again, eight seven seven. Seven nine five zero one two two. Yeah, I, I was once chided for saying that number too fast. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to say it slow again. Okay. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. You and I both speak it quite quickly. Yeah, I know. We I know it well. <laughs> but yeah. we say it often. But we enough. rattle it off. Right, yes. exactly. Yeah, so uh, lots of qu- uh, good questions so far. The woke stuff, the funeral stuff, yep. the Catholic school stuff. And so anything is on the table when it comes to straight talk. I love uh, g- hearing the questions of the listeners. You drive this segment of the show. And so um, uh, keep calling them in at 877-795-0122. It looks like a question's on the phone in green. Uh, it is. We Katie, have Katie, are you there? Moorhead, are you with us? Yeah, she's not yet. We're getting mixed signals here on our whiteboard. Yep. Anyhow, so we will so wait we... to hear from Katie from more. Ooh, okay. Okay, she's not okay. on yet. Okay. The little so voice in my head. head said that she's not here yet. Okay, so, yeah, so these are these are all good topics. Yep. We're getting some good questions. Yep, so 877. Seven nine five zero one two two. There you go. I, 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 don't, I hope that Real Presence Radio never changes that phone number. Because that'll just throw me well, off. You won't know what to say. I know. I think I've said that number <laughs> 500,000 times over the years, and I still had to ask for it at the beginning of the show. So, so how many years have you been doing this? Six or seven years. Six or seven years yeah, now, yeah. I'd say, yeah, I'd say probably well, least, seven years. At least six years now, yes. Yeah, because uh, I think I was doing it for two years before I came here, so I'm thinking okay, seven years yeah. now. Boy, i got to be one of the longest... Uh, lasting uh, show hosts on Real Presence. I wonder if I should get a gold star for that. I'll have to talk to the people at Real Presence Radio. 877-795-0122. Is Katie with us yet? I want somebody to call with a really hot bucket button topic. Like, really, like, really, like, I don't know, should Father even touch this on the air? That's what I want. That's my challenge. Should we read the question and answer it? No, no, she'll be on the air. She's on the phone. So we can talk about other things. We can talk about... um, Bud Light. You know what? I like Pabst Beer now. Well, you well have, I mean, yeah, I've been have, Pabst yes, for a long time. Have, yes. But what I've been very happy that Pabst Beer has shot way, way up, up now up, yes. in popularity because it makes me look like a trendsetter. Yeah. Because it's like the Bud Light like thing something. actually came and made me look like I was a trendsetter because I drink Pabst because now Pabst is way up. And so yes. I will take part of the credit. You, well, and you should. Yeah, the whole Bud Light thing is just... 
It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, go woke, you go broke. And uh, faithful go. Catholics need to help make those companies go broke Maybe after they've gone the woke. The choice we make with our dollar when we're spending money in stores or on products make a difference. It exactly. really, really does. Exactly. Yep. Do we have Katie from Moorhead yet? Not okay. Yet. okay, that's all right. We can keep talking. 877-795-0122 is the number that we want you to call. You might be on hold for a little bit, but that's okay. Good things are always worth the wait. Yes. 877-795-0122. And we only have about nine minutes left in this segment, so we that's want right. people to get on the phone or on the Facebook page. Get your questions right. out there. We will get them answered. Yeah. Sometimes we spend more time waiting for the questions than ha- actually having the questions. But that's okay. That's okay. This is live radio, and you always have to go with the punches. So what is another hot-button topic that we can talk about until... Abortion. Abortion. It's a hot-button topic. It shouldn't the be, one but that it is. See, You know, they, they say, I don't believe in abortion, but I'm not going to yeah. publicly stand up and say it. Yeah, well... We need to stand up and say it. Yeah, exactly. Those people are weak. Wimps. Well, they're the ones that get very upset and when there's a homily on it, right? I gave, uh, you might remember, oh, I'm sure you do. Dick I Jim. do. <laughs> At St. Ben's <laughs> I when I was fairly new there, I gave a homily on abortion. I think we lost 75 families from that one homily. That's because they hadn't heard it before. Exactly. They'd never heard about and, it. And it was tough for me. I was a young priest. And yep. It's like I was getting all these people that were leaving the parish because of the homily. that I get, And it was, it was admittedly a very strong homily. And I would give it again today. There's no, I would have no problem giving it again today. And the a number of people that, that left, like finance council members yep. that chewed me out. And it's like, you know, I mean, I had a brother priest say to me, he said, Rich, he said, don't worry about it. He said, those people left the church a long time ago. They're right. just finally taking their bodies with them. And if I remember right, someone stood up during that homily, made a comment to you, and walked out during it. That was that the mass. second homily. The second one. The, the first okay. homily, I think people's mouths were just open. Yeah, okay, and, the second and, one, and they actually me. walked out. Yeah, yeah the, the, sec- the, second, the second homily is when somebody stood up and started chewing me like out. a picture where they the were standing. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. Good for you, though. Thank you for doing that. Exactly. Well, we do have... We do have something. Bernie not on the phone. Okay. Okay. Bernie from Fargo. Please elaborate of why we don't call it a celebration of life. Yeah, I mean, celebration of life is kind of my pet peeve, and it's not really even a pet peeve, but celebration of life is kind of like a new thing that's kind of gone Mm -hmm. out there, celebrating this person's life and how they lived. When uh, funerals, as I already kind of mentioned, it's all about the resurrection and Jesus Christ. You know, it's it's kind of like weddings. People come to a wedding, say, "Well, this is my day." It's like, no, it's a it's a sacrament, so it's a church's day. And so, but you play a big part in it. And so, uh, funerals are calling to mind our hope. And so, we don't focus necessarily on the life of the person. We certainly include that, but our focus is uh, on the resurrection. Is Katie on the air yet? No. Okay, all right. All right, well, we're going to have one more that's not on the phone that's going to go green in one second here, and we'll be able to answer that one. But if Katie does get on the phone, let's throw her on right away before we come to the end of this segment. Uh, 877-795-0122. Uh, we have one from Catherine. We're waiting for that to be finished. Um, is Catherine's going to turn green? Well, we'll figure it out. So, yeah, so it's like, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. What was I saying right before we were talking about celebration of life? We were, we were talking about the, the last question, the follow up to that. What we were saying prior to that was the whole woke piece. Oh yeah, Pops, beer and okay. Now we got something here. All right, Catherine from North Dakota would like Father Kunst to give an analogy for people today who believe that they are non-binary. They want special treatment. How do we as Catholics interact with those asking for these preferences? Those these preferences, those preferences that deny their God-given sex. I don't know about an analogy that I can give, um, but, you know, I mean, the thing is that you always have to walk this fine line of respecting the person, but then also calling out the craziness about it. And so you want to be respectful for people. We're always called 
to be respectful. And this whole non-binary thing, he, she, it, they, you know, um, uh, it's, it's a trend. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's the flash in the pan, and insanity doesn't always last forever, right? And so this is going to come to an end, There's, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about the crazy that's uh, our flash in the pan these days right now. You treat them with respect, but, you know, I, you can't make me st- address your non-reality. I'm not going to enter into your non-reality and play along with it. Just because you it, want me to. Yeah, just in the same, I'm not going to speak anything other than the truth. I'm going to speak the truth in love and charity, but I'm not going to say that you are a they when you are clearly a she or clearly a he. There's only two sexes. Exactly. You know, I mean, the, uh, you know John Paul II and his theology of the body is really brought to light the beauty of how we're created. You know, male and female. He made them. I was, I was just looking up at a. I was just looking on the internet of a local synagogue here in Duluth. Because you know, I mean, I got Jewish roots in my family, and I just wanted to see the synagogue. And they were plugging the whole non-binary thing. It's like, okay, you, you Jewish people who, who have the Torah, you got the law, the Book of uh, Genesis speaks so clearly of male and female. He made them, and yet here they are, this synagogue right here in Duluth, pushing the non-binary trans thing. Yep. It's like it's insanity. It's it's like. <clears throat> These religions have drank the Kool-Aid. Not the religions, but denominations. Denominations have drank the Kool-Aid to bring people into their, their pews because yeah. they want to make them happy. So, uh, Catherine, it's a good question, you, but you don't have to enter into their, non, their non-truth. And you don't have to enter into their make-believe because that's what it is. And the thing is that it's like, you know, this whole non-binary thing, people struggling with their, their gender, you know, gender uh, dysphoria. That that's such. I mean, there's always been a percentage of the population, but it's like zero point six percent. It's not as big as it's now. People are influenced by our cultural and social media. It's it's just a flash in the pan. I guarantee. Well, I can't guarantee. You, I hope and I trust that it's, it's going to go, go away. away. All right. Do we have Katie on for Moorhead? No, it's not on the phone. now. she says oh, uh, she's okay. a Catholic school educator. How do we talk with our students to have the same who have same sex? Oh, good question. Oh, that's very have good same question. sex questions. And same, oh, no, I just lost it. Same-sex parents. Hold on. <clears throat> and Kathleen, how do we navigate the discussion? Very carefully. And I, we've only got like two minutes, Katie. I wish we had that a little bit earlier that we could answer that. But uh, uh, that's a very delicate one when you're talking with children and children that have same-sex parents. It's very delicate. And there, I don't think there's an easy answer to that when you're dealing with children. So I think that you have to navigate that very, very carefully because we have a child who's totally innocent in that situation. Yes. And they have a special, they're going to have special challenges because they're going to have, you know, <clears throat> their friends seeing this, and that's not normal, you know, even though our society tries to make it normal. We, Katie, I wish we could talk a little bit more about that. We do have another really quick question. Uh, Courtney from South Dakota is, as Catholic, uh, okay, I can't read, okay, as Catholics, what is the position of the Catholic Church in attending wedding ceremonies of non-Catholics who choose to get married outside? Of, of a the, Catholic, oh, not okay. of a Catholic who chooses to get yeah, outside. Okay, very quickly, so uh, you, you want to keep a good relationship, but technically they're not getting married in the church, they're not going to be in good standing with the church. So you want to keep a, a it depends on what the relationship is. Do they go is. or not go? I would say it depends on, It's no. there's no black and white. If it's your kid, what's more important? The, the more important thing is keeping the relationship with your kid. You can speak to them the truth of what the church teaches in other ways. If you say, I'm not going to go to my kid's wedding because they're not getting married in the church, you're going to cause more damage. All right, But it's, it's, it's very, very not black and white. You have to eat each issue a little bit different. Anyhow. Great question. Okay. okay, so that was it. Thanks for all the questions, especially those at the very end. You can come back after this break, and we will have a great conversation about wokeness, which I love my favorite topic to talk about. 